Every Thursday, Andy Griffin sits down and hashes it out with the mayors of Southern Utah. What's going on in your town? Find out now. It's Mayor Thursday on News Radio 949, 890 KDXU. Thank you. Great to be here. Appreciate Craig covering the desk while I miss every single light on the way over. Now, I've got the mayor of St. George on, on in, in here at Hash House of Go-Go with me. Mary, how can we make it so I can make the lights coming over so we don't have to panic Craig back in the studio? You know, I think what we need to do is get you one of those buttons. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It just changes all the lights. I have that. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no way. They're very expensive. <laughs> there, are, there are places that have them, and it's really for law enforcement. Sure. You know, but no, I do not have one of those. And uh, you'd be in trouble if you did. I don't trouble. think people would like that no. at all. But, but you, I think we could probably figure it out. You know, maybe Ed Baca could help us. Ed, that uh, maybe maybe you just give me a police escort across town every oh, Thursday. Well, that'd be easier and cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get Tiffany Atkin over here. Yeah. And uh, or maybe Chief Farnsworth will just uh, right. give well, me a ride. You know the chief, you know. Yeah. He's yeah. such a good guy. <laughs> and I said Ed Baca because he's in studio with us today, meaning at yeah. Hash House a Go Go. Yeah, Ed, thanks for coming over, man. Good to see you. If any time you want to grab a microphone and talk to us, yeah. we'd love to have you. You can ask a question or make a comment, Ed. It's <laughs> the first time I've had a city council member come that's uh, that with us, and that's awesome. Ed's very involved. He he likes to be everywhere he can. And uh, he reaches out, and citizens reach out to him all the time, don't they, Ed? He's saying yes. That's it awesome. is wonderful. Well, we are at Hash House of Go-Go. Andy Griffin with Mayor John Pike. It's Mayor Thursday, and I uh, haven't seen John for a couple of weeks. And uh, we, we kind of touched on a couple of topics when he was here last time, and that was before things got a little more uh, excited out there yeah. about these topics. We're going to talk about them, including the, the banners that are uh, downtown uh, and uh, how people feel about them. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other things, the rodeo, which starts tonight. Uh, and I kind of wanted to start things off talking about uh, the vacancy on the city council. Um, we did a story on kind of how you're going to, and I think it even had a quote from you in it, uh, on how you're going to determine that. But where are we at? And maybe can you explain, uh, you know, the, the late Joe Bocut, uh, you know, God rest his soul. But uh, now now business moves on, and we've got to got to figure out how to fill his seat. Where are we at on that, Mayor? Um, well, thanks for bringing it up. And it is, as you said, it's, it's difficult because uh, the city council and I and all of us at the city, and, and of course all of us around the city that, that uh, uh, knew Joe so well. We we love him. He he's greatly missed, and uh, we're going to feel that void for a long time. But as you said, uh, the business of the city and the citizens needs to go on, and so under Utah law, we're required to fill that seat for the remainder of his uh, term uh, within 30 days. So uh, what we've done is we've uh, on our website and other public notifications for state law. We've uh, notified the public of this vacancy and the process for filling the vacancy, uh, which includes if you're interested and you meet the require requirements, you can apply. And that is open, I believe, through Friday, end of business Friday, isn't it, Ed? 
And so it really got made meant they had um, two weeks. I think we were cri- required to have ten days, but uh, two weeks is what they had to. And, and anybody could apply. Anyone can apply. Anyone in the world. I mean, well, they've got they've got to live in the city. Okay, got to be a St. George resident. Yes, they've right. got to have lived in the city for the last twelve months. Okay. So, uh, and and I think they've got to be eighteen, Ed. And uh, so uh, technically, I could not because I lived in Washington until two correct. months ago. That's correct. Okay. Yep. So you got to have lived here for the last twelve months, and um, other than that, you know, there. I mean, you got to be a citizen, uh, but other than that, there's there are very few criteria. You need to write a letter, send a resume, answer a few questions, and then the council and I will all get that information. Um, you know, within a, a day or two after, there's Tyler. Tyler. Tyler's the boss around here. Takes yeah. good care of everyone was, who comes in the door with his team. He was on my show yesterday. He did a great job, and, and he was he posted something. He was on pay, Facebook talking about how it's been a, a great year, uh, him personally and his family. And we're glad to have you here, Tyler. He's, he's a great, great man. Been a fantastic uh, community servant. So now back, anyway, back, back to what to, you were saying. Back to the council seat. So so what will happen is the council individually. Uh, members can review those applications. I think right now we have seven or eight uh, that have applied, and um, and and so the council can review those applications individually. But any discussion we have, you know, any meeting we have has to be. It can't be uh, a closed meeting. It has to be an open meeting. So we will have an open meeting, a public meeting, on September thirtieth. Three o'clock, I think, is what we decided, didn't we, Ed? I'm really glad to have Ed here so he that can corroborate my stories here. Is that a Monday night? It's a Monday night, Monday night the okay. afternoon. Um, and we will hear from uh, any of the applicants we choose to, which I think will be all of them, is my guess. And and it'll be very little time for each one, probably just three to five minutes, where we'll allow them to, to kind of make their case mm-hmm. for why we should select them. It'll be very simple. Um, we'll ask them all the same question, which will be that. Why should we choose you? Good. And we'll have already individually reviewed their material, and we listen to them. This is it, city council, uh, city council chambers, public. Anyone can come. So there are not going to be any weird questions like, "If you were no. a color, what would it be?" No. or anything like that. I, I'm yeah. telling you, Ed, I don't think we'll do that. Will we? <laughs> no. It what what is your spirit animal? Exactly. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and then it's interesting, Andy, because. The decision that we make, I mean, we we can talk and say whatever we want to say, but it's got to be all right there in front of everyone. And then we cast cast a written ballot. So you're not going to go in a back room and make your decision. It's right in front of everybody. Wow. So we can talk and say whatever we want to say, but it's on the record. And it's in full view of anyone who's there. So, so, we, so oh, that lady has pink hair. I don't like that. Exactly. You, can't, you can't do that. You can't do no. that. <laughs> can't do that. But if someone does it. It's on the public record. It's on the record, wow. And it'll be there for people to see and hear. So then we should, uh, you know, it doesn't mean we would, I guess, have to, but we should have a decision. I believe we will at that meeting. You know, probably take us a few hours to go through that, those interviews, if you will. But it'll be it'll be quick. It will be expeditious. We did this last time we did this was just about six years ago when, when I was elected mayor. I was on mm-hmm. the city council and kind of like this, I was, I, I had two years left in my uh, my term. So they had to fill your so, spot. Yes, and we filled that slot, that's that seat, 
with Betty Ariel was appointed by the council at that time. And then, of course, what happens is that person, they, they are, you know, again, they're appointed by the, by the council. Um, but uh, after two years in this case, roughly, they, if they chose to run, they could run, you know, for, for the full term. Yeah. If they chose not to, they don't have to. You know, I mean, obviously, they just – so there may be some people that apply that are just interested in helping us out for two years, hmm. and that's fine. The council will decide, and really there's there's very little – There's it's really up to us. We just choose. We don't have to choose someone. For example, right now, the, the I think the, the tricky issue right now is – we have an election going on for three other council slots, right? And that's what I was going to bring up next yep. was, uh, okay, how is this going to affect the the election yeah. coming up? And well, you're going to get him a drink, too? Yeah, yeah, Ed, can we get you a drink, too? Good stuff, All right, Ed. there we go. This is the Andy, the Andy Griffin, Griffin special. special. Yep. Yep. And anyway, yes, you know, in, in my opinion, we've got to be very careful. You know, you think about it, uh, these other three seats, separate seats it's it's not joe's seat there's three other council members so in my mind it's a parallel but non-intersecting process now if the council chooses chooses to for example if there were some current candidates uh or uh someone who maybe was eliminated in the primary who apply for joe's seat they certainly could and that we could choose them yeah but i think we got to be really cautious with that because you know, it's it's um, and depending on who we choose, you know, who would you? Would you say, well, the people voted the most for this person that applied, so right. should we choose that person? And then if you do that, that person may still say, well, but I'm still running because I, I wouldn't mind having the full four-year term. Sure, I, yeah. So they could be, you know, running – and and how does that affect the election? And then let's say that that person happens to win. So then they would have to choose which seat they want. Now, which one would you choose, Andy? Well, I'd pick the four-year, of I course. Yeah. So so then we'd be, at the first of the year, left to do this again. In the same boat. Yes. Yeah. And who would we choose then? Would we choose the person who got the next most votes? Mm-hmm. And would people be okay with that? I I don't know. So in my mind, we have a little bit of a... Uh, tricky task to just really look at this as objectively as we can and say, look, we're going to try to choose the best person we can to fill this two-year uh, remaining uh, remainder of, of this term and try not to let it be, you know, um, I don't know, in any way undermine the election in the mm-hmm. voices of the people. We're, we're going to need to be careful. You know, the thing I was thinking about is is, is you'll have to be careful and then those can say I made now now we got three incumbents running right out of the six left in, after the primary three of them are incumbents that's so correct we have three that are not in office right now yep they would have to at this point they'd have to go okay do I want to apply and and have a maybe good shot at getting the two years yep but in in, in such case it might reduce my chance of getting elected for the four year yeah that's Bingo. I mean that's that's tricky Bingo. for them too Bingo. And, you know, and again, I, I want to be careful not to get into too specifics, but we, we've checked with the lieutenant governor's office, who is over elections in the state, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, technically, we asked a lot of questions, and they said technically one of those three incumbents could toss their name in the hat. Really? For this. And so Ed Baca is sitting here. Ed could say, you know what? 
heck, I'll just toss my name in. I'll stay in the race. And, and then he'd have to do, make the same decision. Which one do I choose? Now, I think that's messy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think Ed's going to do that. In fact, I don't <laughs> think Jimmy, Ed, or Betty are going to do that. Um, it's too confusing to people. And they'd be saying, again, as you said, what does that mean for their candidacy, you know, in the election? I think it's a hard message to explain. So I, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I already, um, you know, and I can't probably comment on who's applied yet, but obviously that will be very public. Very public in yes. uh, what, 10 days, 12 yep, days, something yep, like that. On the 30th, yeah. yep. So uh, I look forward to it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a good process. It's difficult, the timing of it, that it's right here in the last parts, the last, you know, couple months of an election for, for the other seats is, is a little tricky. But, hey, that's our job. We'll make it work. And uh, whoever we choose, I'm just confident we'll choose someone who wants to be a, a good public servant, at least for a couple of years and maybe longer. You know, maybe they'll run again in two years. But it's not required that they do that. They're just right now doing this. So how many? Tell me again. How many people are on the city council total? Five, five, and then the mayor. So there's you. there's six, but the, the council is really the legislative body. The mayor typically only votes in the case of a tie, and in this case, I think I get a vote. Um, I think, as I remember, Ed, I, I'm honestly I haven't even asked. I know that I get to vote in the case of a tie because again, there's only four. Right. So, you know, it, it's possible that we could have a tie vote, and so the mayor could. Oh, you, so you may or may not be able to vote. Yep. If it's three to one exactly. or four to nothing, then you're out. I think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, I mean, I know that's the case with everything else, but but I get to participate, and I kind of, you know, as typical, I, I chair the meeting and, and conduct the meeting. So that'll be on the 30th at 3 o'clock if you want to see uh, uh, government in action, uh, not in action in action <laughs> then come come to the meeting yeah that, that's that's gonna be pretty cool and that's a monday night the uh, 30th did you say 30th yes. of september yes and uh, at that meeting you'll get to see the whole process the so-called interview or or yep. whatever and yep. then uh, you guys discussing it and the decision made right there in front of us that's so right that's that's a pretty cool because how many I, you know i was out, out of that out of a job nine months ago and i applied and had many many interviews and you know you do your interview and you felt like you did well and but you don't know they go in the back room they talk about stuff and you get a phone call or not but uh this is kind of cool to see the whole process at work pretty instantaneous you know and yeah and i do i think it's a good way to do it uh it's it's really i mean obviously the council members will as i said they'll look at the information ahead of time but we can't have uh, I mean, and, and they, technically they could talk to each other and it wouldn't be illegal, but you can't have a meeting with a quorum, which means you can't have more than two people talking, you know, together about any issue that's before the council or might be before the council or it violates the Open Meeting Law uh, Act. Hmm. So in this case, uh, you know, there could be some discussions, but it can't be, you, you can't make a decision and you can't have three of you together or it violates that law. So my guess is there will be very little discussion, even even that's allowed before that meeting, because you don't know until you're there. As you know, interviews are important, yeah. and uh, the, pr- the printed material that you get, that's important too. But you really got to have both, I think, to, to really know and get a feeling for, 
is this person going to, you know, fit in well with the team? Or, or do we think they're, they're going to meet the needs of this seat? Can, can we cheat a little and ask what you're looking for? I'm not talking about a specific person, but what traits or attributes you're looking for? Is it, is it someone that is a longtime St. George resident, maybe? Is it someone who has been involved somewhat in politics in the past? Is it someone who maybe works in a public-type agency? What are you looking for? You know, I, I'm not sure that, uh, that it's quite uh, to that point, but I would say this. I think it would be nice to have someone who's lived in St. George for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't put a time limit on it, but for me, I'd be thinking it needs to be more than a year right. for me to feel great about it. The minimum requirement is a year. That doesn't mean, you know, we can't say in our own minds, I'd like to see it be five. Right. I mean, that, right. we can say that if we want to. Not, not, not that we can, we wouldn't exclude anyone, but we could say, hey, we just think there's a better applicant who's been here for five years, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. just like you could with, with other jobs. So to me, uh, it'd be good if they've, they've had some time living here. Uh, to me, I'd be interested in their skill set. Have, have they got financial acumen? That's always mm-hmm. helpful. Yeah. Are they a, are they a people person? You know, do they, because this is very much about meet and greet. It's very much about being a good listener. It's very much about being comfortable going out into the public and, and uh, talking about tough issues. Uh, it's about, are, are they organized? You know, mm-hmm. will they answer their emails and, and uh, their phone calls? Because cause, uh, Ed can tell you. Uh, we get a lot of them, you know, <laughs> and so, and that, that's important. And we try, all of us try to respond to, to every, you know, call and every email we get. And uh, so those are probably the biggest things. But if they bring some unique skill set to the group that we feel like either we're, we're going to be missing because Joe's gone. I mean, Joe was such a people person. Yeah. He went to just about every event. So did Ed, So does Ed. You know, and so those are helpful things, believe me. And as the mayor, I, I try to be everywhere I can, but I, I can't be everywhere. I love having council members, um, as we do, who really, between all five of them, we get to just about everything. And so I need someone who's willing to do that. Yeah. You know, this is this is a, an interesting job. Uh, the pay is decent, but it's it's you know it's about twenty thousand dollars a year raised it a year ago almost so it's decent but a lot of people would would say well per hour that's not very much um depending on how much time they put into this uh so you know it does it does pay something but it's um not probably enough for most people i think ed does pretty well with it because ed's had a, a career before this and um i think ed i don't know if you still do some part-time substitute teaching but ed's Ed's busy. He's he's anxiously engaged doing good things. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there might be a retired person that has the time and says, boy, I'd love to do this at least for a couple of years. And, you know, it could be, and I haven't seen this, you could have a former city council member, as you kind of indicated, right. someone who's done this before elsewhere or here. That could be interesting. Someone that knows the job. Someone well, it could be a radio guy. I was going to apply until I found out I don't. I, I haven't been here I 12 know, months. Dang so. it. I know. I've been in Southern Utah for 25 years, but yep. not in St. George. I, yep. I've been in and out of St. Wait, I lived in St. George before for more than 12. As, yeah, uh, it's got to be uh, the last 12 darn months. It. All yeah. right. I guess I won't apply. Yeah. Yet. If you did, that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd institute pickleball as the official sport of St. George City. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Okay. I make a motion. Can I get a second here? Ed, <laughs> you second that motion? 
He just seconded it. All right. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Yeah, okay. we did it. All right. All right. We've got to get a commercial break. Are you okay. in favor of that, too? I'm in favor uh, of aye. that. Yep. All right. We've got uh, weather coming up and uh, a couple of commercials, and then I'll be back with Mayor John Pike. We're at Hash House of Go-Go for Mayor Thursday. Live from the Hash House of Go-Go, here's Andy Griffin. Back with Mayor John Pike at Hash House Agoga. We've actually spent the entire break talking about the trickiness of what's going on with them and the fact that uh, they have to choose a, I guess, it, would it be interim city councilman for until the next election? Yeah, yeah I mean, you'll call, in, call him in. Well, it's, it's, I mean, he or she will be a council member. It's just that they've been appointed to fill the rest of this uh, term of this seat uh, rather than elected. So they're not interim. They are a city council member, but it's just that they're an appointed council yeah. member rather than elected. Yeah. Would uh, This is a weird question, but do will you consider, as you're mulling this over, what would what would Joe? Who would Joe pick? What, what would Joe want in this situation? You know, if I were voting, I probably would consider that. I think that's fair. I don't know what Ed would say to that, but, you know, it's our decision, but but Joe uh, was in the in the uh, chair in that uh, city council uh, seat for um, almost six years, and he rendered a lot of great service. I think it's okay to a little bit think, you know, you know, because Joe filled, according to the public and according to us, uh, you know, who worked with him, he filled a role. So I think it's fair in one way or another to say. You know what would Joe do, and what would what would fulfill what would what would replace Joe as close as possible? Can't replace him, but we you know can we replace his talents and his abilities and what he brought to the council? I there, hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, there's uh, actually a fundraiser for Joe's family coming up. Are you aware of this? Do you know anything about this? I don't know. I, I was aware that there might be. I wonder if Craig's so, back in studio. If you, there's a there's a flyer uh, in my pile of papers there up on the on the on the box there that talks about this uh, give give like Joe would give. I believe, yeah. and it's basically a fundraiser give for the love family. like Joe. I know yeah. they had stickers that said Love Like Joe. I think it's a bingo kind of thing. Or yeah, something. it's a bingo night. I just can't remember the date. Do you remember the date, Ed? I've got it right here, Andy. Oh, uh, there it is. That, the, Craig. The date is September 24th. Uh, where okay, is so that's, it? that's uh, Tuesday. Yeah, Nets on Fire. It's 1871 West Canyon View Drive in St. George. Starts at 6 and goes till 8. And it says win prizes and bingo glory. And I believe they're also involved with that. They're having a silent auction as well to help raise fund it, uh, funds for uh, for Joe's family uh, to help cover the funeral costs and things like that. So, yep. uh, All right. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate that. You're welcome. So September 24th. 24th. So that is next Tuesday, I think, right? Yeah, yeah yep. next Tuesday. Yep. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to support uh, uh, Rowdy and his family, yep. uh, now they call him Rowdy. I don't know if that's from younger. Did you guys call him Rowdy? Yeah, or did her. You? Her. That's his wife, yeah. His oh, wife. oh, Rowdy is his, his wife. wife. Okay, yep. okay, got yeah. it. And and that is not her given name, but I think her given name is Marlene or something like that. I had never heard it until the funeral. Is she Rowdy? She's called Rowdy. And, and <laughs> I know, you, but is she Rowdy? If you saw her, you would say no. 
No. She is the most gentle, <laughs> kind, wonderful, non-rowdy person. There's a, maybe an assignment for you, Mayor. I, Next show, we got to find out the origin of rowdy and how I, she got I, it. Ed knows. She earned it. So apparently she was rowdy. <laughs> but but um, And I've heard the story once, but I just don't know if I believed it. So I'll have to, I'll find out. Verify. I'll yeah, find out verify. from one of one of their kids or from Rowdy. I have to ask Brian. Brian might be a good source. Brian is her oldest son mm-hmm. and, and Joe's stepson, who, again, we heard at the funeral, never felt like a stepson, you know, and that's, in fact, I didn't know he was his stepson for years. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't know his last name wasn't Bowcut. <laughs> so. All right. Brian's a good man. Well, okay, so let's uh, let, let's do this. We got a caller on, but I wanted to bring this up first before we move uh, yeah. before we move on. Uh, you know, social media being what it is, a lot of people are kind of think they're anonymous and they make a lot of comments. And uh, you, you put a post up about the uh, rainbow flags yes. in St. George. I thought your post was fairly innocuous, fairly fairly harmless, mm-hmm. uh, but it it uh, spurred some pretty strong reactions on both yeah. sides of the both sides of the uh, issue uh, your thoughts just real quick on that well um, as social media does as you kind of said it sometimes brings out the best and worst in people and I even said you might remember in my post I hope as we're having these discussions and I think discussion can be good it can be helpful sure you know but I said I hope we'll be civil and respectful and you know most people are yeah but some got I'll just say I would say nasty mm-hmm. there were lots of four-letter words I actually deleted a few comments since it was good, my post good for you good and I probably you. I honestly I don't think I've read them all there there were over 1500 comments 1500 yes Wow. And on the various, because it got shared about 150 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of likes and loves and a few sads and a few angries. Yeah. Not very many of those. And so, not you know, again, I think what that means, I think there are a lot of people that feel the same way that probably we do, which is, hey, we need to love and respect everyone. You know, and and here's the deal. What I was trying to kind of explain was our policy at the moment um, allows for a group that's having an event in the area if they want they don't have to but if they want to they can apply to put some banners at their expense on some of not necessarily all of our uh, light poles that have those banner uh, attachments to them Mm -hmm. not all of our light poles have them but a number of them do probably there's probably about 50 of them and so in this case our policy it's just been very um very, I, w- I would say, open. We just haven't had many that have wanted to do it. We've had the Huntsman World Senior Games, the Marathon, which is ours, um, Ironman. We've had, I think, some arts events, Dixie State University. You know, there have been a few things like that. Um, this was really the first, you know, um, maybe, uh, you know, I mean, non-city related somehow most of those others are related somehow we are are a sponsor or something the only way this was related was they were having it in st george at town square but it met our criteria and so uh they paid for the cost to design and and produce the banners and actually they paid a sign company to hang them that's part of the requirement so they did that now the concern is uh, obviously, not everyone is in the same place uh, on this issue, or frankly, most issues. Right. And so, you know, what I was 
hoping was that it, it would be a, a chance for people to not just on social media, but, you know, around the dinner table and over the phone. I've had some good phone conversations with people and email and so forth to just talk about what it means. There are uh, people in our community that whether we have the support in the future, having uh, the banners uh, be for this or other events, I don't know. My guess is we will probably review uh, fairly soon that policy because times have changed and, and more people may be wanting to do this. And what I don't want to do is is have hate groups, uh, you know, I'll just say it flat out, that say, well, we're going to have an event and therefore we want to have banners. And uh, so I don't, I don't necessarily want to get into that business. And in this case, again, uh, I, I don't want it to be divisive, and it can be divisive. It, these are um, these are you know difficult issues when you come into personal beliefs, and and yet at the same time, I don't know too many people that are hateful about this. Right. There have been some comments that I would say are nasty on both sides, uh, and that's too bad. I don't think we need to do that. But uh, I think the reason why I I believe that it's it's important to allow at least the events uh, to happen. Uh, first of all, it's free speech, but not necessarily the, the, the banners, but the events. There are way too many, and it's, these are fact-based. Um, it's not entirely this, but there are many, especially young people in the LGBTQ uh, community that are so depressed, have such a difficult time knowing how or if they fit in to this life or their community that they take their own lives. There are too many of those. One is too many. So my hope is that even though there, there's been divisiveness, which is unfortunate, negativity, I mean, nastiness, never should happen. And that's too bad. Uh, I, I hope that we can think about that and do better. Um, I, I even think there's been some you know, suggested boycotts of businesses based on some of the comments. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think that's that's nice either, but we all do need to look at our own communication and say, how can we do it better? And, and then, you know, in the future, banners or not, uh, I, I think the key is we just want to have a welcoming community. Um, it doesn't have to mean that we all have a believe exactly the same on every issue. We never will. We never will. Yeah, no. We never will. But we can be respectful. We can be welcoming. We can be a, an inclusive community. And, and, you know, hopefully love people and have this be a healthy place for people to live and work and play and visit. So that's kind of what I was trying to say. Yeah. And a lot of people understand that. A lot of people uh, have said to me, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's good. I, I, uh, and especially when they find out the city didn't pay for the banners or for the installation. But, and, and they are in city polls. But, you know, everyone that pays taxes helped pay for those polls, including those that might agree with having the banners. I just think it, the tough thing is getting into social issues and having those uh, advertised on city property because where do you draw the line? Well, and that, that was going to be my next question. Is, that, is the ordinance going to change? Are you going to, are you going to have to address that and say, okay, it, it can only be such and such uh, people that are allowed to do it, or, or is it one yeah. of those things that maybe we just don't release those to public anymore? Yeah. Just do it in, in-house? or You know, this has been something that, frankly, as far as I'm aware, this predates me. So I've been on the council or the mayor for 12 years, and this predates me. 
I was not involved, and I'm not sure the city council was involved even then. It's a policy, not an ordinance. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we will step into it now, pardon the pun there, mm-hmm. but we will we will review it, I believe. Step I believe. into it, but don't step in it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I believe we will review it. I believe we will update it. We will try to, with our attorney, say, what's the best way to do this to, one, make sure that we're protecting, uh, you know, free speech, but... But and that we won't get sued for, you know, creating, you know, um, a situation where there's loopholes for one but not for someone else. Right. We're going to have to be thoughtful about that. I don't know what it'll look like. It might be that we say, look, it's got to be a city event. You know, it might just have to be that. And that might mean that there are some others that we're currently doing that we can't do. Uh, so we will review that. My, my belief is we'll do that very soon. Just, just just to make it clear and to make sure, I mean, um, you know, again, uh, call me crazy, but I, I don't want to have uh, uh, banners up that are advertising, you know, for, for some hate group that's chosen to have an event here. They can have an event, you know, they can have their freedom of speech. It doesn't mean we have to advertise it right. on our right. collective city polls. So that that's what we'll work on. Well said, Mayor. We have uh, someone that's been very patient on hold. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor John Pike on Mayor Thursday. How are you today? I'm well, and it sounds like you guys are having a good morning. We are. So far, so good. Yep. Yeah, Mayor, this this is directed to you and and also Ed, uh, and it's about the the flags. You know, Mayor, you've mentioned a couple of times that, you know, this is about love and compassion and caring and so forth, and so and you also talked about free speech, and I don't know how you parse that, but, you know, there's a couple of groups that come to mind. Are you familiar with uh, Ashley Madison? No. Ashley no. Madison is a is an organization that helps uh, married couples uh, hook up. They help people commit adultery. Um, are you familiar with uh, NAMLA? Uh, yes, I've, I've heard of them. I don't know as much about them either, but I've seen them come up in a couple of things, a couple of the comments in this uh, thread the last couple of days. Okay, so that's the North American Man-Boy Love Association. Association. Yep. They yep. are advocates for pedophilia. Now, both yeah, of these say, hey, we're, we're all about love. This is about love. If uh, either one of these organizations came to you in the city council, uh, would you be willing to fly their flag if they were having an event in the city? Well, again, that's what I think we said. I, I would say no. One of them is uh, it's an illegal, you know, activity anyway. But yeah, I would say that uh, that in terms of uh, I don't know as much about the first one, but the second one for sure uh, it does not uh, wouldn't meet our criteria of what I'd want to have in our community. And I'm not sure um, under the current policy if we could say no. And that's why I think we we probably need to revise the policy. Well, all three of these deal directly with morality. And, of course, being in Utah and and specifically in in this area, uh, there's a lot of religious people that find homosexuality, as directed by the Bible, as being an abomination, and it's an affront to all of us who believe in the Bible and believe in God. And I'm a little surprised that you're surprised that this is a controversial issue. Uh, these, These pride flags... Uh, have no business flying within the city, unless, of course, you guys advocate for it and you support them. These guys could have bought billboards around. Let, let me finish, please. These, this this group could have bought 
billboards around the city, just like any other organization that wants to promote themselves. But because of, of you know, I drive up and down uh, St. George Boulevard and, and various other places, and everywhere I look, there's there's a homosexual symbol uh, stolen, by the way. The rainbow means nothing about homosexuality, but yet you guys have put this out here. It's controversial. It's created more uh, disunity than unity. And I really think you guys ought to be very careful about how you allow the city's structure and uh, visible banners to be used by organizations that, quite frankly, are controversial, and it's going to cause more dissension rather than unity. Okay, well, I, I appreciate your rights to your opinion. I, I would also say I, I, I never said that I didn't think this was controversial. Never have I said that. I know it's controversial. But, you know, for me, here's, there's a distinction, um, and that is while there can be, every, in every issue, there can, there can be a political end and a political aim to it. Um, uh, and, and I know that even this one, this, this gets into politics as well. I know it does. But uh, what, is, what matters the most to me is and are people. And so while we may, as we said earlier just a few minutes ago, we're not going to agree on this topic or many others. We're not going to always agree with people's, um, with people's uh, decisions, their lifestyles, their who, you know, whether, you know, and, and again, we get fraught with difficulty and even in terms of communicating about it. But, but we're not going to agree on it. But that doesn't mean, and I don't believe it gives us a right to be uh, hateful, uh, I don't want to live in that kind of community. I would certainly uh, want to live in a uh, welcoming community and respectful. And that's what I've gotten mostly on these Facebook replies, even people that disagree, even people that strongly have disagreed with having the banners up, which I appreciate their, their opinion. Like I say, we'll probably revisit the – we will revisit the uh, policy. But almost everyone has said, I, I, I support – people in and i welcome them to do whatever they want to do you know um in their own personal lives and as all we're talking about is you know they're having an event uh, i've been to their event before the last couple of years i will be going this saturday and 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 you know it's it is not hateful it's it's all about love and support and it doesn't have to mean that everyone there agrees either they don't. But what they what they say is some some people like me is, hey, I want to be a, an ally. That's a word that they use. I didn't even know they that that was something that you could do. But for me, um, I have friends and family that identify in this community and I love them and, and I support them. It doesn't mean I do the same things they do. Um, it, whether I agree with it or not, frankly, mattereth not to me. Uh, what matters is that, that we have a, a welcoming community because you mentioned the Bible, and while I'm not the, the, the pastor-in-chief, as they say, uh, I believe in the Bible too, and there are a lot of references by the Prince of Peace uh, Jesus Christ, who said, love one another as I have loved you. And, uh, you know, it, 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 I'm going to take those uh, as seriously and probably the most seriously because that was the first and second commandment, as I recall, was to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and to love one another, you know, 
Love thy neighbor as thyself. So I need to interrupt both of you. We yep. got to get it commercially in, and don't want to forget about Joe Shoney. He's a local mortgage expert, focusing in customer service, serving Southern Utah for more than twenty-five years. Joe's online uh, reviews are incredible. Four point nine one stars out of five stars. Uh, it really didn't get any better than that. That's an incredible online. Uh, you know, if you if you had a product on Amazon that got four point nine one out of five, you would you would buy it immediately. So give Joe a call. Uh, Joe's phone number is 586, it's 435-586-0063. You can email Joe at joe.shoney, S-C-H-O-N-E-Y, at nafinc.com. We'll be right back. Live from the Hash House of Go-Go, here's Andy Griffin. You know, time is a relative thing. Uh, if you're sitting there uh, maybe uh, in, a, in a meeting that you don't want to be in, an hour could seem like forever. But when you're on a radio show and you get phone calls and you're talking about uh, stuff that interests you, the hour goes really fast, and we've it used it up, Mayor. I know there, you wanted to mention the rodeo. It starts tonight, correct? Yes, the the Lions, the St. George Lions Dixie Roundup Rodeo starts tonight. I know they have the kind of the grand entry at the 730, and, you know, they'll get started. They have all kinds of fun uh, festivities as they get started. It really starts about 8. But if you want to see, um, the hopefully, if the wind's not too bad, uh, they'll have a you know, a skydiver come in with a flag. It's really cool. Nice. Anyway, that's tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night. And uh, great. you got to get tickets. It'll be sold out, I'm sure, every night. But you can probably still get in. And a week from Monday is the kind of the open forum to pick the new city council candidate to replace Joe Bocut. And it'll be a fascinating process because they're going to basically interview people right there. Everything's out in the open. Everything's public. That's going to be great. That's right. And the last thing, the airport reopens on Thursday the 26th. That's right. A week from today. I was just out there this morning. It's looking great. We're out of time. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to Mayor John Pike for being here.